This is where the industry insiders come to play. The download on the download, movers and shakers off the course, and the pros inside the ropes. Welcome to Slice with Brian Bushlack. Okay, be honest. How many times have you played a killer golf course, snapped a bunch of pictures, maybe taken a few selfies or posed with your buddies, and then you're scrolling through those shots later and thinking, man, these pictures suck. <laughs> That course was way more beautiful than this. Well, we've all had that experience because I think what we perceive as being pretty easy, taking even a decent picture of a gorgeous golf course, is actually a challenge. That's why I so appreciate the work of photographer Channing Benjamin. I think we should also add the title of artist as well because what he does is really an art form. I call Channing the Ansel Adams of golf course photography, It's the American West. It's landscape photography. I think the only difference is Channing's got a drone, a one handicap, and he beat Justin Timberlake at horse. We'll hear that story in just a bit. First, though, I hung out with Channing at the most immaculate golf course this side of Augusta National. That's the quarry in La Quinta. wanted to find out how he got into this. And the answer is, like most creative types, there's DNA some ingredient from childhood, that big break along the way, and of course, the passion to share the vision, in this case, through the lens. And Channing did actually get his start in sports, but it wasn't golf. I used to sing the national anthem at Indiana Pacer games, believe it or not. So I had this little thing going and I was like, you know what, I'm going to sing. And then I had uh, surgery on my throat when I was about 12, 13 and that changed everything, and then I started singing like this. And it wasn't as good as it was when I was singing like Michael Jackson. But, yeah, so always kind of uh, doing acting. I did a lot of acting, too, so I was on the other side of the camera for years. I grew up doing uh, local specials, PBS specials, and then I did uh, some ABC after-school special, actually, uh, in, in high school. So, But, yeah, so that was my aspiration, and then, you know, things changed. <laughs> So you always had this artistic flair, right? Yeah, always had an artistic flair, and uh, it's just in my blood. My mom, um, I get it all from my mom. She's artsy. So we grew up in doing artwork, literally, and painting and, like, singing. My mom's a great singer, and uh, my dad's actually a pastor of a church. He was a pastor for 40-some-odd years. So I wouldn't say he's an actor, but... That's there's an art form to pastoring and preaching. So I had you know the singing and the the uh, preaching, the acting, and that is just all in my blood. So what was what was it like growing up in Indiana? What was your life like? It was interesting. I was like I said, I was a, a preacher's kid, so that's different than anything in the world. But we grew up in a pretty segregated neighborhood, which is interesting. We were probably the only African American family in our neighborhood, literally. So I remember going to school with 
not too many people that were tan like me. You know, that was different. But then uh, when we got to high school, things changed and there was a little more integration going on. And so it was unique that way. But Indiana is a special place, great place to basketball all day, uh, every day, all night. Uh, so I remember just playing basketball nights with my brothers and uh, playing tennis. I grew up playing tennis. I didn't play golf at all. I didn't pick up golf until uh, a lot later in my life. But sports, a lot of sports. With Jenny Benjamin here at the quarry in La Quinta. I joked off the top, you know, you didn't say that you wanted to be a famous golf course photographer when you were a kid, but let's rewind the tape a little bit. You're uh, a young man, maybe you're getting out of college. Uh, What were your aspirations at that point? You know, at that point, I was uh, confused. (laughs) Honestly, I stayed in the production world, so I flipped the script, ended up on the other side of the camera, and I became a video director. So I did a local ABC affiliate show that I did a little internship with, and then I started switching and directing, and music, again, was my passion. So I was hired at a place called Deer Creek Music Center, in Indianapolis is actually in Noblesville, but super popular outdoor concert venue where major acts came through. So they hired me as a video director because, you know, I was a drummer also. And so with video directing, with music, you have to cut to the beat and your timing is everything. And, and I had a little knack for that and I had the eye. So it, that kind of re- went really well. And then I ended up being a video director for the Indiana Pacers. So I did sports and then I did music a couple other side projects so i got on the other side of the camera and and it it went great i actually loved it so how do you go from that in indiana indianapolis to photographing famous golf courses where was the transition point well uh so i was hired by nsync actually a management company uh right entertainment group out of florida to be a live concert video director so i had a pretty good gift with that so nsync was a group uh, that i didn't even know about but i took a chance and so i moved out to california and then i ended up going back to florida because they're based out of orlando and we did a lot of rehearsals there but we toured for a couple years and i was a video director for those guys and i got to direct some shows for britney and for cisco and pink and we did a big show at madison square garden and so that was a that was a great time but we played a lot of golf on the road so this is where the golf thing comes into play i actually didn't play golf until 1997 I started and then I moved to LA in 99 so when you're on the road when you're touring there's a lot of downtime so that's where golf came into play so I started working on my game a little bit fast forward a few years NSYNC broke up Brittany lost her mind Justin did his own thing and I kind of just stepped out and away from that whole scene, did some independent freelance work across the country in Detroit and a couple other places. And then I started playing a lot of golf and I realized that that's kind of a passion. So my whole life has been passion based. I haven't been chasing money. I've been trying to chase, you know, my passion because life is better that way. And so I decided to shoot some pictures while I was playing and I'm not a technical guy I'm more a creative guy um, all the video stuff I had you know shaders and people uh, engineers and camera men who I was directing on what to shoot because I had the vision but I never was a technical guy it kind of freaked me out unless I was doing switching I got some of that stuff down but for the most part picking up a camera to me meant picking up my cell phone and snapping some pics which I did and I just started taking some cell phone pics 
fast forward again, uh, social media comes around. I start posting things on uh, MySpace, and then that went to uh, Facebook, and then I ended up on Instagram. I, I just looked at my Instagram account, and I started it in 2012. So I think that's pretty good. I think I was kind of not ahead of the game, but it was early, and I think uh, – all the feedback was positive. People are like, man, you got a great eye, and we love the style, and you do a real player's perspective. It's a different look. People were able to kind of say, hey, that's a Channing Benjamin photo. I can tell the difference. And then and I got a drone, and I actually got licensed by the FAA. I went through the training to be Part 107 certified. So any commercial work that I do and get paid for, I do it legally. So I went through that process, and people really uh, see the difference. And it's all passion-based. We just covered a lot of ground there, Channing Benjamin at the quarry here in La Quinta. So let's back up a bit. So you're, you know, you started with MySpace. You were really a pioneer, it sounds like, on Instagram. If you were on it in 2012, that was a long time ago on Instagram terms. So let's talk about the style. And what is it that you think you see or that you photograph that's different than maybe others out there now there's a lot of great photographers out there but yours do have a a, a nuance to it what is it you know what the player perspective that's the only way i can kind of associate the difference uh, with so i'm a golfer Uh, i'm a one handicap i'm actually almost trending toward a two right now i haven't been playing enough but you know through my years of uh, practice on the road and, and grinding i became a pretty good golfer and, you know, I don't know. I just see when I'm uh, shooting, I see things different, I guess. I mean, and the whole flag and green thing gets old. So, you know, I like to think of how someone who's playing the golf course, what they see, whether I have to get in a bush or whatnot. But it makes a different look. It's not just your typical uh, standing on the tee box shooting the fairway shot. And, and, that, that's, and then with the drone uh, factor, when that came into play, you know, a lot of it is um, morning and evening. So for me, I think that's the other part. People like I, I'm, I'm like the glory shot guy. I don't care to shoot midday, and I think most photographers know that the golden hour and the money shot is usually in the morning or in the evening, which sucks because you got to get up early in the morning. But it's worth it because that's when the light is the best. And the things I've posted on social media have been those shots. So it started with you know i've learned through the years of what uh, people respond to and what people like and uh, and as i've been hired to shoot courses i always ask the client what are they looking for and they usually just do your thing whatever just we like the stuff you just do your thing which is that what i said well if you can do your thing and get paid for it that's a pretty good thing to do channing benjamin involved in a big project at bighorn One of my favorite courses, one of my favorite clubs, beautiful new clubhouse there, also a collaboration at Pebble Beach, and in between, well, some once-in-a-lifetime experiences he'll share with us coming up in just a bit. Speaking of sharing, we've got the Cutter and Buck promo code GOODTHROUGHMARCH, 20% off site-wide. Just plug in the coupon code CBLIFE at checkout, and you'll get the friend of a friend slice discount at cutterandbuck.com. He sucks at golf, but he talks a good game. Now, back to Slice with Brian Bushlack. And more now with photographer Channing Benjamin on location at the Quarry in La Quinta. You know, I've seen so many beautiful golf courses, played many of them, 
Got to say, the quarry is right there with Augusta. Hey, Channing is definitely in demand. Several major projects underway. We mentioned those in our last segment, but he still has time for fun. And I'll tell you what, there are some fringe benefits living in La Quinta and being invited to play at some of the clubs most of us dream of, including the Madison Club. Wait till you hear the story Channing shares with us at the Madison Club. First, though, before that, I wanted to get a rundown on everything he has on his plate. I'm doing big time projects. A lot of stuff is seasonal in California, but California is a place. So, but I've been hired to shoot in Florida and in Colorado, and I recently signed a um, license agreement with Pebble Beach. So I'm one of uh, about six licensed photographers in the world for Pebble Beach, which is a true honor because it's such a great place up there. Monterey and Pebble Beach are my favorite location. That, that's it. That's the spot for me. I, every time I'm up there, I get excited. And not just for golf, but it's a beautiful place. And then there's a lot of history with Pebble Beach. And, and they are iconic, and they really are careful with who represents visually their brand. And so for them to uh, to trust me to, to do that and, um, has been great. I'm going to actually producing my first collection it's the pebble beach collection by channing benjamin photography and it's going to be i guess released here in the next few months where we're going to offer it through pebble beach and through my own personal website channingbenjamin.com and in worldwide golf shops so worldwide golf shops is uh, has 81 stores across the country edwin watts golfers warehouse roger dunn vans uenta stores golfers warehouse back east so we're going to pick some key locations and do some internet stuff there where we um, offer the collection in limited pieces and of course the u.s opens coming up here in june and I want to get it all ready before then. So I've been hired to do, I'm doing a, doing a lot of work right now. One of my newest projects, which I'm super excited about, is uh, for Bighorn Properties. So Bighorn's in Palm Desert, California, and they're iconic. People know Bighorn. Everywhere I go, people say, you know, uh, oh, you live in Palm Springs. You know, that's where uh, Bighorn is, right? And I, uh, I like that. So they have a vision and of excellence, and they like the way I do work, and I don't put anything out there now that with my name on it that is not excellent that i think so they kind of align we align uh, properly and and so i'll be doing work for them and shooting their courses and uh and probably shooting some of their properties so i'm excited about that that's my spring uh, spring gig that and probably i'll head up to pebble beach and do some more work up there on the patio here at the quarry in la quinta with uh, photographer channing benjamin you said that when you're hired they just say, do your thing. Is there a variation in do your thing? Like, okay, we're at the quarry, and you go across the mountain to Bighorn, or you go up to the Monterey Peninsula. Do you approach different courses differently, or do you come into every one of them with pretty much the same game plan? I think pretty much the same game plan. I mean, I always ask them what they want, and that, that was a general do your thing. But, you know, I would love for a client to be specific, and I don't want to miss something they're looking for. But for the most part, my specialty is landscape photography with a golf course emphasis. So um, they're looking for, you know, the shots that will make their club look beautiful, as it usually is. But, you know, it's that time of day, again, where people don't, 
really get to see it look like that. And, uh, you know, the quarry, for example, is uh, the only top 100 golf course in the Coachella Valley, according to Golf Digest. And it's such a special place. It's so beautiful. This course is immaculate. And it's a course where, you know, you pick up your divot and put it in the trash can after you hit a shot. They want this place to appear like no one has been on the course all day if you're out there playing. And they're all about excellence. So their their photography, you know, I said to them, what do you want to see? And it, it was pretty easy for them i mean it's it's all out there just go get it you know but but it depends on the client and it depends on what they want and whatever they need i'm there to shoot it for them it seems like a dream gig but there have to be challenges what are the challenges you face when you do this uh no one has any money (laughs) that's the number one challenge the very first thing they say is well uh, how are we going to pull this off but, you know, in the end, they always find it there. For the most part, that's the challenge. It's kind of getting people to commit to the project. And once they do it, they're always happy about uh, having done it. It's a, it's an investment, and it should last uh, for several years unless they redesign uh, the golf course or something or redo it. But that's a challenge. And then, again, uh, weather's a challenge, too, which is interesting. So you end up, you know, we're in the sunny Southern California, and 90% of the time it's perfect. But if I go to a place and and it's not like that, you know, I might book the place for a week and I don't know what that week's going to be like. So that can be tough. You're kind of waiting on the light and trying to get as much as you can in hopes that the weather, you never know what the weather's going to do. So that that would be, I guess, physically the most challenging part And is that every photographer is supposed to be patient. You got to be patient and wait for it. But sometimes I'll get to a place and, and it's not right. And unfortunately, uh it is what it is. I mean, I've always come back if I have to, but, you know, out in Colorado, I shot a, um, a course, Bally Neal. It's a Tom Doak design, awesome golf course in uh, the middle of nowhere. But being in the middle of nowhere, you get all kind of weather. So a place like that, I booked extra days just for that reason. It's almost insurance. Just just in case you never know what's going to happen and i'm glad i did because we had some foul weather days but i you know also those days come beautiful skies when it opens up it's amazing and out there it's, it's really special the clouds are good i like clouds so clouds uh, add depth to the image and uh and you get them out there you get if people look at my instagram you go back about six seven months or something you'll see some amazing clouds that i thought uh, you know i thought we were dead but we survived oh, i saw those those were insane yeah i mean crazy so you're not photographing crappy golf courses you're on the best of the best so among the best of the best you mentioned pebble and the monterey peninsula and that's an obvious favorite for a lot of people right talk about the different clubs though like you know madison club which is extremely private and you know you've been on that course a lot you played it you photographed it that course in particular i think for a lot of people in southern california is special because it's so exclusive right yeah they um it's known as the five pound round and it is exclusive but one of the things that makes it special is discovery land properties knows how to take care of the member or the customer or the guest so they have a first class operation there and you know it's it's ultra private and i've been fortunate enough to have some relationships to be uh 
to be at a lot of these places. But Madison Club, every, I think, six holes, there's a, basically a grocery store. Uh, they call it the Five Pound Round. There's a lot of food. There's a ton of food. And, uh, and it's, it's an experience. What they give you is an experience. It's not just a round of golf. And uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of uh, one day I had out there about five, six years ago. Typical driving range in the morning, and I'm hitting balls with Anthony Kim, who was actually trending at that time. He's pretty hot. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm out here. I'm hitting balls with uh, Anthony Kim and, you know, playing a little golf. And we uh, say goodbye. I got to kind of work on my swing uh, with a coach. And we get through the nine holes and uh, get to the turn. And I go in to get another bite to eat uh, as a part of the five-pound round. And uh, a friend, Fred Couples, who's a friend, he's sitting there and he says, hey, won't you join me uh, for lunch? So I'm like, well, this is cool. I'm having a great day. I'm having lunch with Fred Couples and I'm hitting balls on the range with Anthony Kim. So that was a great time. Then we go out, play the backside, and I get to like the 16th hole. And, and there were only three of us, I think. And there's a twosome coming up behind us. And and we're like, oh, we should let this guy go through. It looks like a caddy and a member or something. So he comes through, and it's Lee Trevino. And I'm like, what the heck? So Lee Trevino um, says, oh, guys, no, I'll just play in with you. We'll play 17 and 18. So I play 17 and 18 with Lee Trevino. And I'm like, this is an epic day. And then I get to the to the uh, to the 19th hole, and uh, we're having some popcorn, and I'm hanging out with Hank Haney, and uh, and I'm thinking – what well, doesn't get any better this and that was not a typical day but kind of at the madison club you never know what you're going to get there's a lot of tour players a lot of prominent guys there and uh it's a and it's a great experience but that was epic i'll never forget that well i have not enjoyed the five pound round at the madison club at least not yet but i have eaten breakfast there and i highly recommend the gluten-free raspberry pancakes i am not normally a pancake guy but those things were incredible more with Channing on location in La Quinta. And hey, next show, we'll welcome one of the co founders of Golf Logics. Pete Charleston joins us from Scottsdale. That show drops on Friday, March 15th. He's number one in foot wedge accuracy and ball drop consistency. Brian Bushlack is back with Slice. Okay, of course, we save the best stuff for the home stretch here on location in La Quinta with photographer and artist Channing Benjamin. You heard that uh, Channing toured with NSYNC for a number of years, so I was curious if he had gotten the chance to tee it up with Justin Timberlake. The answer is no. Uh, JT was really not into golf back then, but he was and, of course, still is really into hoops. And he went one-on-one with Channing Benjamin. Justin is a really competitive guy. He loves golf, as you all know, but he didn't love golf uh, when I was with him. He didn't even play golf, actually. I think he was practicing his swing, but he loved basketball. And I remember uh, he's got, he was dating Brittany, a little ego going. It's fine, and he's the star, And uh, but we wanted to, um, we're at the Compact Center in Houston. I think that was in Houston, Texas, and uh, played a game of horse. Innocent, just a horse. Right, but it got got pretty deep, got competitive, and um, I ended up winning the the game of horse. And you didn't let him win. No, I didn't let him win because he, you know, I'm a pretty competitive guy too. 
but he could play. He's a hooper. He's a total hooper. But I had a great experience uh, playing with him, and, and we had we had other stories like that where uh, there was a several of us out there on tour. But I remember that specifically because I kind of wanted to beat him, and he didn't like it, and I'm, he might even remember it. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. So uh, other courses we've got to talk about. Uh, we've touched on this one here at the quarry in La Quinta. Uh, we've kind of nibbled around the edge and talked about it a little bit, but take a deeper dive on this one because um, not a lot of people get to see this course either. They see it through your lens. Yeah, I've been fortunate to be out here. I haven't played it, but I've toured it. And, I mean, when you try to describe uh, up close what this is like for people, I mean, it's like nothing you've ever seen, right? Yeah, you you have to be here, really. I tried my best to, to kind of capture the excellence of the quarry and a lot of that aesthetically you're surrounded by mountains and it's gorgeous but it's the course conditions that kind of take it to the next level so a lot of my images i made sure that i was highlighting how beautiful the grass is and things like that i think second to augusta for years quarry was always rated number one in course conditions which says a lot there are a lot of golf courses around uh, the country and it's special. It's nestled up in the corner. It's kind of out of the way, back in the middle of nowhere. But um, but the course conditions are second to none, and the holes are great. Uh, one of the holes on the back, I think it might be 13 or 14, uh, is a nice par 3 that heads uh, out to the middle of nowhere. And, and Payne Stewart got a hole-in-one there. He has a plaque there from, I think, 1990 something right after this place opened and uh, there's a lot of history here and there, there are a lot of people have come through and played this golf course and uh, uh, today in particular they have a, a lot of guests out here but it's usually very quiet and you you kind of have that feeling that no one's out there uh, but you and unlike so many of the courses in the desert this one's really built into the mountain i mean you've got some incredible elevation change and undulation i know at madison they you know obviously fazio did you know some huge dirt work there not the case here they moved a little bit of dirt but uh you've got a lot of elevation and what really struck me and i'm not a photographer but when you get up on the top shelf up there is you the contrast between these insanely green greens and fairways and the desert behind it i mean it's really a contrast isn't it absolutely there's nothing like it and uh like you said it's natural setting it's not uh fake and they moved a lot of land at um, a couple other places locally but this one just kind of flows and just kind of kind of fits in with the topography and uh and you're right there's a stark contrast between the green and the brown one thing about this place failed to mention is they have a short course it's a 12 hole course that to me is the best short course i've ever played and that's you know i haven't played a lot of them but i've seen a lot of them and and i know the difference and i know that there can't be anything so the short course 12 holes they're all signature holes and every hole on this course uh, of the short course is like the best hole of any course you've ever seen with uh, an incredible view behind it so not only do they have the championship 18 hole course out here they have this short course that fazio did that is phenomenal i played in a um, in an event here um, last year uh, with some buddies or about maybe 18 of us and we had a, a little tournament and those greens when they get them going it played tough and there were really good players in the group and i don't think anyone uh, was able to uh, shoot under par on this course you had anything from wedge to four iron in on this 12 hole course and then they can change a pin so that's another special part about this place and that's different than a lot 
lot of courses in the in the valley. That's there's only a couple that have an alternate course like that uh, to play. So. Yeah, they're running it. I think twelve five today. So I mean, it, it's not easy, right? <laughs> yeah, not easy at all. And uh, you know, if you get a little wind, a little breeze uh, out here, you know, it's it's wide open on the championship course. But that that short course, it can be a monster. At the quarry in Laquita, we're on the patio here. Photographer Channing Benjamin joining us. Uh, you know, the drone too is pretty cool. But yeah, I'm sure you know you know because you're a production guy, a creative guy. You know, I see some people go to the drone for the sake of the drone, and and you always i guess use it appropriately right yeah you know um and that's all i do i don't do a lot of video which is interesting a lot of people do i think that's where they why they get a drone to do a video stuff and i didn't i just wanted to change the perspective i know that shooting a golf course and getting a 12 foot ladder changes the perspective but i want to go up 25 feet without getting a crane or 60 feet that's another thing i think people appreciate about my photography no one's really looking for a google maps shot of a golf course i mean i could take that thing up a thousand feet up in the air well what's the point i mean the point is to change slightly the perspective and to be able to see a hole a little bit better and uh for me i think i've utilized it properly and not not abused it and i'm very conscious uh, when i'm shooting that it is a drone and it is kind of intrusive and uh you know that's a part that you have to kind of deal with when you're shooting but mostly i shoot private clubs so it doesn't matter but like at pebble beach and other places like that it's in spanish bay and spyglass all those places up there a lot of people and you got to be aware of that but but i think aesthetically i've used it um, properly to create imagery that people can appreciate and go wow obviously you've shot some beautiful amazing golf courses some clubs uh, there are some you haven't shot and i know that you probably have a a bucket list in your head or written down and i'm sure i can guess a few of those courses but why don't you tell us yeah you know honestly back east um is where i kind of want to get into i don't do any course i haven't done any courses back east because i mean i've been busy out west but you know i'd like to mix it up because it's so seasonal here in california you know in the summertime you know that's when everything blossoms back east and even in the fall i'd love to do some stuff uh, northeast boston area that although play where the colors of vermont there's some beautiful courses out there that i'd like to be a part of and shoot uh in season uh fortunately i've aligned myself with a company called pipeline marketing so pipeline is a uh, private marketing ad firm and they do country clubs uh, private clubs around the country help them to grow their membership and uh and the way it works is those those clubs don't know what they're doing most of the time and how do they grow membership well pipeline is a master at creating packages marketing packages but they have to be given the content for them to be able to produce these packages and and all these clubs it seems like they don't have it or they have something that is not channing benjamin stuff i guess and so they will they need something new so i've kind of worked out a partnership with pipeline and uh, any future um, accounts that they create they will offer my services so hopefully this year and the years to come i'll be back east doing golf courses uh, for pipeline marketing and that'll help me a lot to build those relationships what's the number one course you want to shoot well augusta of course i mean I've been able to shoot Augusta informally uh, through some practice rounds. I, I went to the Masters a couple of years ago for the first time, and it was awesome. And I only went for the practice rounds so that I could take telephoto lens and shoot some stuff. And uh, 
It's so pretty. And I just, uh, you know, I've seen images of the course. I've been to the place and that'd be a bucket list deal. Yeah, there's no doubt. I agree with Channing. If you're planning that bucket list trip to Augusta, to the Masters, be sure to get tickets to a practice round so you can take your camera in. You can't take your phone, but you can take your camera in and capture your own photos. Really goes without saying, but hey, I'll say it anyway. (laughs) That place is magic. Thanks to Channing Benjamin for sharing his world with us. And again, if you're not already following him on Instagram, now's the time. I mean, beauty every day shared on Channing Benjamin's Instagram account. Online, his website is ChanningBenjamin.com. And next time, we'll talk golf tech with Pete Charleston. He's the co-founder of Golf Logic. That show drops on Friday, March 15th. Until then, thanks for the download. We'll talk to you again next time on Slice. Thanks for downloading Slice, a presentation of Feedback Media. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Full disclosure, our legal department doesn't allow mulligans. 